Good morning, everybody. Thank you for being here today, and I'm going to thank Ray for being over there in the in the radio, helping me get warmed up uh, for the next service. I the the radio spots at the 10 o'clock service just keep getting full. I think we've got five cars at the next service. I think Julianne's going to be here too, but I don't know if she made the list or not. So the, 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 the second service is becoming our drive-in service slowly, but, but surely. So the, the trustees all agreeing on getting this radio has been a real blessing. I don't know if I've shared this with everybody, but it's becoming a blessing for other churches. I went to a Hope Church in Rancho Bernardo and showed them the radio and they have since purchased one. And Tuesday, I'm going over to Vista to show them the radio. And it sounds like they may be doing it too. So uh, if you guys could please pass on the target that I deserve some compensation for <laughs> advertising their radios, it would be a, a good thing. Just a, just a few announcements. I, I need for you to put on your calendar, please, November the 8th at 3 o'clock. November the 8th at 3 o'clock will be our all-church conference. Uh, it will be done virtually this year per, per requirement of the, of the bishop. So now the question that, that I've already been asked and I have an answer to is, well, what about our friends that don't have the Zoom or the Internet? We've, we've had our chairs here recording their presentations. I, I, I've got a couple of more videos to record uh, beforehand, and we will have a DVD of the All Church Conference that I will send out to our friends without uh, Zoom or the internet before November the 8th. And I have spoken with the DS, John Farley, and he said that this year, because of the COVID need, we can have... Uh, absentee ballot as well. So I'm gonna mail out before November the 8th to our friends that don't have Zoom or the internet video church conferences with an absentee ballot. And then when we have the church conference proper on the 8th at three o'clock on Zoom, uh, we'll have their votes already. They will have seen the presentations and, and we will be ready to go. Our our officiant this year will be the Reverend Brian Kent from Hope United Methodist Church in Rancho Bernardo, who will be uh, on virtually on the video. It's my understanding, maybe three or four years ago, he came over and, and did it for Pastor Harris as well. Um, I had the blessing of serving with Reverend Kent for eight years as his associate. He's a very dear friend and a trusted confidant of mine. So it's a, it will be a blessing to have him with this. And then also, and nobody likes to hear this, so I'll, I'll share it that it's not bad news, but if I could talk to SPRC for two minutes after this service, I would appreciate it. And it's not bad news. It's, it's me honoring a, a request. So I just need to fill in some information for him. Okay, let's join in together for the service. Just and merciful, righteous is our God exalted over all the peoples, holy is our God, creator and sustainer of all creation, mighty is our God. In your son's precious name I pray, amen. We'll go through our time of personal prayer and reflection today. 
our first uh, collection of prayers are prayers for healing and guidance. Uh, we'll hold in uh, prayers for um, uh, Sonny. Uh, Sonny had some surgery last week that, and I don't remember exactly what it was for, uh, but just prayers for Sonny and, of course, the, the needs that exist when, when Sonny can't help out John. Uh, just uh, prayers uh, across the, the, the spectrum. Uh, prayers for uh, Marvel and Tom. Uh, continued prayers for them. Uh, also, uh, within our prayers of, of healing uh, this week, we, we pray for our uh, unspoken heroes who are going through COVID testing to make sure other people can be well. Uh, we have dear friends that we know who are test subjects in COVID uh, um, trial, clinical trials. So if we just pray for those dear friends and, and keep them in our prayers, um, uh, that would be uh, an immense blessing. So at this time, we'll move into a time of personal prayer, praying for, <coughs> excuse me, praying for all of our dear friends who just need places of, of healing and restoration. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayers. We'll move into a slide, and everybody that can see the slides, uh, this is the slide that skipped in after I corrected it. Um, this, the slide should say prayers for doing things in God's timing. Uh, there have been a few conversations that have begun that, that I've started of what, what what will it mean to have a COVID Christmas Eve? And I want to have some things in mind and in prayer way before then, because the one thing I do not want to do is to have a visitor pop up on Christmas Eve and have to tell them there's no room in the end. So we are working on some strategies that we would actually use this backfield that would create more spacing opportunities that would guarantee our attendance and hopefully some unexpected attendance as well. And I'm aware we'll, we'll catch some of the traffic noise. I, I, I know that, but using this back lot back here, it'll give us even more spacing than we can produce with this and hopefully make it possible that we have any unexpected people pop up that we'll have room for them. And that, that's, that's my desire for Christmas Eve. But I, I want us to pray for that, not just for Christmas Eve, but for everything. We, uh, Miss Jean will tell you, our attendance has continued to pick up. Uh, we're averaging anywhere between 31 and 35 people a weekend. And, and we, we do have the potential of having to think about not using this space. And if we need to grow so that more people can attend, 
What does that mean while that we are still under restrictions of going inside? And even when we go inside and have to recreate inside for social distancing, what does that mean? So just a lot of praying right now and doing things the right and proper way and doing them in God's timing. So it, that, that's just one example, but I know there's so many other things, uh, family issues, family prayers that we want immediate responses for. So let's move into a time of praying for things to come in God's time. God, in your mercy, hear our prayers. I want to share one more thing with you that I found very interesting when I uh, was beginning to do some of the paperwork for church conference. Uh, one of the things they wanted was attendance numbers and attendance numbers based on last year off of, off of next year compared. And I got really excited when I noticed when we combine well, when we started with going online only, and then now when we combined our in-person prayer service with the online services, we have actually exceeded our normal attendance. So it's, it's really interesting. And this whole new mission field that has opened up from doing the YouTube, the fully produced YouTube service, the everything that we're doing online with video and audio, I was really excited to see through adding the video numbers, adding the numbers of people who are here, we're ahead. So I need to pray over what does that mean? How do we reach the people who are on video that we don't know? And how do we uh, continue to grow and prosper through this new, this new experience? So pray, pray for those as well. The last, it, it covers a lot of things. The last one is prayers to navigate through uncertainty. Now, there were some dear friends that I did not share during our prayer of healing uh, because we're still kind of in a place of uncertainty for some of those prayers. I, I think about Jean and Les's daughter in this as they wait to hear test results and, and results from uh, hospital visits and, and so forth. I, I think about our, our dear friends who go in for checkups just to see where their health is at the time. So there's so much uncertainty that we deal with health-wise. Um, I'll say the next thing as if I'm walking on a, a, a razor edge tightrope over uh, piranha sharks, but the election is a few weeks away. And for many of us, the election holds this anxiety of unknowing. So for all the places that we deal with unknowing and uncertainty, I would like for us to take a moment of silent prayer.
holy and loving God, give ear to your people this day. Hear our thanksgivings and praise. Hear our pleas of equality and justice. Hear our prayers for love and compassion for all people. Hear our songs and celebration of your mighty love. Then guide our feet on the path you set before us. In your son's precious name, I pray. And as we continue in an attitude of prayer, we celebrate the prayer that he taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.
prayer of affirmation today. Christ listens even when we forget to do so. Forgiving and loving us no matter what. In this grace, we are invited to reopen our hearts and minds to listen anew with hope. Our scripture today comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 4 through 8. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no records of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, and always perseveres. Love never fails. God's word for God's people. Thanks be to God. I want us to think about how complex and deep that love is. Love is more than just one word because love explains so many varying different things. I am going to say one phrase to you, and I'm going to use the word love three times in it. I love going to Carl's Jr. to get a bacon cheeseburger that I love to eat with my child who I love. I just used the same word in one sentence three times, and none of the times that I used it matched the other time. Love is that complex. We can say that we love something, but when we say it, it immediately begins to be defined on how that we show that love to what we're talking about. I love a bacon cheeseburger. I don't display that affection the same way that I display the affection of I love my oldest daughter. At least I would hope not, or I would be arrested for cannibalism. But it's that different and that varying. And when we begin to look at the complexity of love, we also begin to see how that complexity can askew conversations. When we begin to talk about things that we love, especially in this time of the political season, as we're moving in to votes on presidents, on issues, everyone is beginning to talk about things that they love. An issue or referendum that comes along that addresses a garden or addresses the usage of some plot of land somewhere. Someone is explaining through that referendum something that they love. And their view of that love motivates them in a very specific way that another person may not be driven in the same path. And as we journey all the way to the Tuesday of November, November the 3rd, to vote, we will see arguments and intense discussions because where one person loves something in a specific way, and another person loves it differently, it's the differences that sometimes takes control and excuse our conversations. I want us to think about that today as we look at this scripture that we've heard so many times at so many weddings, and I wish 
that some of the couples that ask me to use this in their weddings really thought about what it says. It's not talking about Eros. No, Eros is the, 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 the Valentine's Day love. It's always hard for me to describe Eros to a collection of people because I'm worried about putting my foot in my mouth and, and saying something wrong, but Eros being the Valentine's Day love. And when it's asked to be used at a wedding, they're thinking about Eros, Valentine's Day love. But this scripture is so much more complex than Valentine's Day love. We begin to look at what it actually means to weigh out the differences of the many varying complex ways of looking at love so that we know how to live in community, support each other, and to act in such a way that we get along like civilized adults. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no records of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices in the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, and always perseveres. I want us to think about those phrasings as I share with you different love words as we move into our prayer time for the sermon. The first collection of prayers that I want us to hold on to is a collection of prayers for patience. There's a phrase that we all know as filio. And because that we live in the United States, we know Philadelphia. Philadelphia literally means in the Greek phrasing, the city of love, the city of brotherly love. And when we think about what filio means, the brotherly love of love, it begins to paint an image of how that we treat other people. Now, when we think about brotherly love, sometimes that we get in arguments with our brothers or siblings. Thankfully, I was an only child, so I didn't have to suffer through such things. But we begin to have that image. And this week when I was looking through all of the love words, I saw a secondary definition of filio that I actually liked more. We think about brotherly love, especially because of Philadelphia. But another secondary definition of filio was a love of equality. What it means to pull someone up to you and to not look down on them. What it means to look at someone through equal eyes, through equal standings, through equal expectations. And now I have a new definition that I think of when I think of filio. There are so many dear friends who go out and strive for that love of equality. There's so many friends who hit the streets and march and shout and scream, shouting for the love of equality. When I think about what patience means, I think about the desire of not looking at what makes things different, but looking at what makes things equal. And when I think about filio, the love of equality, it becomes a challenge for me to set aside the differences 
and to love everyone at the same level. As we move into this time of our first prayer, I want us to pray for the patience of dealing with our differences and moving forward in such a way that we, that we serve and care for each other. Let's continue to move through these places of prayer and let's think about what it means to hold on to prayer in times that we deal with uncertain things. When we move along moments of uncertainty, there becomes an inward imbalance in ourselves. And when I began to think about the love, that's that's kind of the hardest to comprehend. It's the easiest to to apply to God, but it's not always to comprehend the worthiness of it, is the love of agape. The love of agape is a love without expectations. It's a love to just love. There's nothing you can do to earn it. There's nothing that you can do to make it real. It's a love that exists outside of comprehension. It's one that's there and it exists no matter what. When I think about the levels of Wesleyan grace, and I think about the definition of justifying grace, there is something that's out there waiting for us to reach out to it and respond to it. And that's why it's there. We don't have to check the right boxes and we don't have to do the right things, but we do have to have the desire to reach back. And through the desire of reaching back and creating a relationship with agape, it opens opportunities. I want us to think about the places when that we become afraid because we feel like we're not worthy. I want us to think about what the fear of feeling not worthy could produce. Sometimes the loudest arguments that I've ever been in or mediated through is someone shouting back their importance. And it's not about the argument that's taking place. It's never really about the situation that's going on. It's someone defending their importance in the situation. When we look at the idea of agape, it is an idea that we are important. We will always be important, even when things aren't going our ways. I want you to take a moment of personal prayer for the reality of agape and what it means to be loved even when things aren't going well. Please be in an attitude of prayer.
Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayers. The last word of love I want us to pray over is, is Eros. And the one way to look at Eros is the Valentine's Day love. And it's beautiful and it's important to look at it. But as you describe what Eros is, it's a deep-rooted passion for something else. A deep-rooted desire for something else. And I want to use that not so much in the idea of the Valentine's Day love, but what does it mean to have a deep-rooted passion for something that we believe in? I feel when we look at that idea of a deep-rooted passion, I think sometimes that we need to have an arrows for our faith. What does it mean to be rooted and desire and to go after what we believe in? What does it mean to be so passionate for what we do believe in that we go out for it? We go and do work that we never thought that we would do before. We go out and we, we shout it like Logan sang in the song. We shout it from the mountaintops of what it means to be so drawn to something that we become connected to it and it transforms who we are. I would like for our last prayer for this sermon to be our Eros faith. What does it mean to be drawn and desire a connection in our faith so strong that we are passionate about it? Please be in a place of prayer. Precious God, we thank you for how that no matter what word or definition we use for love, you're it. We thank you for how that you display yourself through many definitions, through many understandings, through many practices, through many journeys. We thank you, God, that you are love. Be with us today, God, as we celebrate your love, as we look at the ways to find equality through your love as we look at ways to show others that they are important in your love and precious God, the ways that we desire your love. Be with us, Lord. In your son's precious name, I pray. Amen. And at this time, as we move into our celebration of communion, we do a practice of love. Jesus Christ's practice of love his death, burial, and resurrection that has set us free from the chains of sin. The actions of love that we celebrate on us interacting with Jesus Christ's actions. And then the most beautiful part of it all, it's the sharing it. Jesus Christ shared it by passing the bread and passing the cup. We share it by the ways that we interact and love others. And today, as we move into this practice of communion, we celebrate all the ways that we interact with love. On the night in which Christ gave himself up for us, he took up the bread. He held up the bread, 
and he shared with those around him and said, take, eat, this is my body that is given for you. As often as you eat it, do it in remembrance of me. And on that evening, Christ picked up the cup. He passed the cup and he shared it with others saying, this is the blood of my covenant for you, unending through all times and all things. As often as you drink this, do it in remembrance of me. And so in remembrance of these, the mighty acts done through Jesus Christ, we participate in this time of praise and thanksgiving. As we honor the mystery of faith, Christ has died, Christ is risen, Christ will come again. Please make these gifts as your body and blood for us as we celebrate your love for all. Amen. The gifts of God. As we go forth, go forth with a love of filio, a love of equal love. As we go forth, go forth with a love of agape, knowing that no matter the mistakes or flaws, love still exists. And go forth even with a love of eros. Be passionate and drawn to your faith and do things that you never expected. May the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Amen.